conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that will be extremely painful for For you. (laughs) (laughs) I am Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always, recently dyed her hair, but still as square as ever, it's Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? You hit the nail on the head. I'm square as ever, Dan. (laughs) But with an edgy touch, you know. Oh, and speaking of that edgy touch, also joining us... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ...is Nick Belsanti. How are you, Nick? hey I am feeling, like, uh, pretty good. That's what I'm feeling like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always like to feel, uh, pretty good. And in case you didn't know by the title of this video, I said video, I meant podcast, I'm keeping it in. By the title of this podcast, we're talking about The Dark Knight Rises today. It is the third film in the Dark Knight trilogy, of which there are only two movies with the title Dark Knight. Um, yeah, I got, again, I got questions. Again, directed by Christopher Nolan, screenplay by him and his brother, Jonathan Nolan, story by him and David S. Goyer, starring Christian Bale, Michael Caine, Gary Oldman, introducing Anne Hathaway, Tom Hardy, Marion Cotillard, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and returning Morgan Freeman, and also Matthew Modine as himself. (laughs) Wait, Dan, I just wanted to uh, say, I know this won't have been last week when this episode drops, but I really appreciate you (laughs) dropping a Batman question in um, Fast Facts Live last week. I knew it instantly, and I was like, yes. (laughs) Because I ranted about it? Yes, I was like, I only know this because Dan literally just told me about this. I feel so smart. Uh... Uh, for those of you who don't know, I host a weekly trivia show called Fast Facts Live, um, and one of the questions that we had last week was, which senator is known for his love of a caped crusader? Or No, it was Patrick Leahy is known for his love of which comic book caped crusader, so much so that he has appeared in six of their films. The answer was Batman, I was really and it's excited. obvious that Nick did not play. <laughs> I played. It was fun. BD, you should join us look, sometime. Look, I just know that I would dominate the space, so I decide I give other people the oh. limelight. Oh, you're you're too good. You're too I'm good t- for it. I'm far too good. I I I know everything. I'm quite. My brain is huge, and it knows absolutely no bounds. <laughs> you can come play with the Chili Boys sometime. <laughs> um, this is unrelated, but. You said your brain is huge. Last night, Anna Horst and I were having a conversation because I have a gigantic head. Correct. Um, Like a, to test if hats fit me, I get my local gallon of milk and spread it over the bottom of that to make sure that it fits. Um, And she, I was measuring and my head is taller than her head and neck combined. (laughs) Wow. You're a big you man, a, you, SpongeBob. You got a long neck too. Uh so that says a lot. 
If your head was smaller, you'd probably be under six feet, and you know women don't like that, Dan. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that women don't like, as I would know oh. for sure. No, I'm just teasing. Gage is under six feet. You know I like him short. Thanks, Sam. You're welcome, Thanks, BD. Sir. I'm always women here to gas you up. <laughs> women only want one thing. It's men over six feet, which is why we can't hold a candle to octopi. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, back to the stats of the movie. It was released on July 20th, 2012. Uh, it has a running time of 165 minutes, which I forgot about. Yep. She was long. She was long. It's quite long. Mm-hmm. The movie made just over a billion dollars, making it the third highest grossing film of 2012. Behind, can you guys name the other two? 2012? Uh, one, of, mm-hmm. one of them's probably... Age of Ultron. Uh, it's the first but, Avengers. That's number one. Oh, the one. first Avengers is twenty. Yeah. What else yeah, came out that year? I don't know. Skyfall. <laughs> oh, yeah. let the sky fall. Let it crumble. Oh, mm. Yeah, it's pretty much this whole movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the theme music is just as catchy. Just no lyrics for me to sing. Yeah, yeah. Got the boy Hans Zimmer back on the keys. Mm. It was his birthday the other day. Oh, happy belated birthday, Hans. Yeah. Wasn't it like his 63rd or something? Or 57? Yes. Yeah, 63. Oh my god, Aha. yes. Um, and before we get into talking about the movie anymore in depth or anything, uh, there, there is a unfortunate reality that comes along when you talk about this movie. And we talked about it last week. Because I'm Um, dumb and don't remember when things happen. (laughs) It's fine. Um, So at the midnight release on July 20th, 2012, there was a shooting in Aurora, Colorado uh, that happened at that event. Um, I don't want to give details about it. If you want to get details, you can find them. It's very easy. I'm not going to say the shooter's name or anything, Um, but it's just you have to if you're talking about this movie, I feel like you have to talk about Mm -hmm. it just to say that no matter what you what the events of the movie are or what how much you want to escape, you use movie as escapism, as you said last week, Anna, it it brings it into a very stark and harsh and depressing reality that you can't extricate yourself from Mm -hmm. no matter how hard you try yeah yeah it's it's pretty rough i i saw this movie uh midnight uh the night it opened and i didn't know anything about that stuff until the next morning Mm -hmm. uh hearing about it on the news and all that stuff and i mean just the pure thought of like that could have easily have been a theater that i was in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i mean just that horrifying thought that washes over you when you think about that. It really does kind of like dampen the whole like vibe just going into this whole thing. Yeah. Like just in general. I mean, I don't know. Even if the movie's not going to be like a laugh out loud comedy, I mean, the whole point of a movie is that it's going to be fun. And like you said, like it's an escape from the real world. But when things like that happen, it um, takes away not only people's lives, but also. Um, the safety and fun of doing things like that. Um, it can make you a little bit more scared. One, I mean, 
one of my biggest irrational fears, this is actually really embarrassing, what I'm going to tell you guys right now. One of my biggest irrational fears whenever I see a play or a movie is that something is going to happen to me while I'm there. And I guess it's not really that irrational these days. I don't really talk about it because it seems silly to me, but like you hear about things like that happening and it's just so sad, but such a reminder that like sometimes places that seem safe, I mean, without going and putting metal detectors and things every single where we go, I mean, like it's, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just so scary and sad that things that are supposed to be there for fun can become such a, vessel for fear yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i like nick i also saw this at midnight and i remember not knowing about it until the next day but i do remember when we got back i went and saw it with my uh oldest brother who's six years older than me and i was 14 when this came out so he was 20 so i mean at 14 i should have had a better grasp on what the world was like um, i mean i think but- even when you're in high school you're still kind of in the the bubble of childhood. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was going to bed and I remember him turning on the news and he was watching CNN. And I was like, what's that about? But I didn't, it didn't stick into my head until the next day when I woke up and actually saw what had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a, a cousin who lived in Colorado at the time. And I talked to him after the fact and he was like, yeah, I could have seen, he went to see a midnight screening of it. And he was like, that was one of the theaters that I could have gone to. Yep. It's within half an hour of where I am. He just decided to on that night to go to a different mm-hmm. um, theater. Yep. And it's just the fact that someone would even do such a thing is depressing. It, and it's horrifying. Very, very sad. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think that we can, Move on to talking about the movie. Yeah, no. yeah. just got to touch also, on that. But... Um, something like good that like kind of came out of that. If you want to give a good piece of music a listen, uh, Hans Zimmer and the rest of the, his orchestra put together a piece called Aurora right after the shooting happened. Mm. It's basically just like a riff on the themes from The Dark Knight Rises, but it's it's a really nice piece, and it's I think the before like when you would buy it there was like proceeds that would go to the victims mm-hmm. or something like that but mm-hmm. you know just a nice thing yeah. to kind of cap that off Hans Zimmer strikes me as a very cool dude didn't he play Coachella <laughs> once I think so yeah, yeah. he was he, did? he was a, yeah he was at like um he did like Lollapalooza last year or something yep you know, a couple years back maybe that's what I'm like thinking of yeah. Nope, he definitely performed at Coachella in 2017. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get to the movie now. Sounds good. Um, but we just we just had to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, also featuring Matthew Modine as himself, and the reason that I brought that up was because <laughs> I remember first time I saw this movie, and every successive time. I do not understand what direction Matthew Modine was given the entire time. He's not playing a character. He's not doing any. I don't understand him. I don't even know. There are a few things in this movie that I have a few comments to make. I think I'll let us talk about this one first, but then come back to me. Okay. 
That's all that I have oh. about it. I don't get it. He's playing the same guy that he plays in every movie. It's the same <laughs> as Full Metal Jacket, mm. but it's not. He's just a coward. I mean, sometimes uh. sometimes actors don't have as much range as we think they do. And... He's, he's there for the arc. He's there for the... I... He just the arc does... is that he puts on his uniform. <laughs> he does. He does. That's about all he does. And then he gets unceremoniously just mowed down. Mowed. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is like brutal. This movie I, is, is brutal. Yeah. I, I. It's been a while since I've this. This one I haven't seen in quite a while, so I kind of forgot a lot of the stuff, and I was like, "Oh my goodness." Yeah, I um. May I may I drop my comment? My, my not controversial. Yes, okay, may. I got things drop to say. It like it's now hot. I love I love Tom Hardy. He's so hot, and also he's a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just take. I was texting Gage because Gage is at work when I was watching this because it was during the day today. Bane's voice. <laughs> um, I know I was reading online that like they couldn't understand him when they were recording or something like that, and they had to like re-record it. And I know also he was going for a person who has experienced a lifetime of pain. But like, listen to me, that's not the vibe I got from this voice. I got old timey person who was like, I don't know, maybe he time traveled or maybe he was an old man. <laughs> Like, you know, Jordan peeled and get outed into somebody else's body. <laughs> I, I just did not get those vibes. And it was a little. Hey there, young buckaroo. I'm going to break Yes. You. And it literally was so hard for me to move past how I'd be watching the movie and everybody else would be talking like this. And then Bane would be talking so much louder. And I was like, what is going on? I was like, the whole neighborhood knows I'm watching The Dark Knight Rises right now. I. I couldn't. I could not move past the voice, but that's just me. He, he is a bit cartoonish. Like I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in total agreement with you because I, I love Tom Hardy too. He's we love fantastic Venom. And, Let me just say, and like mm-hmm. pretty much everything he's in. Like he even Venom, which is a total crapper of a no, movie. No, like, why? He actually makes it like somewhat bearable. I just said I loved Venom. <laughs> why did you have to come after me like that? <laughs> You know, uh, even something like Mad Max, which is like a masterpiece of a movie, he still makes that kind of bearable, too. <laughs> you and I have very different opinions on things. Mad Max <laughs> well, is fine. Like... I liked uh... Venom. Do you know You're what crazy. my favorite Tom Hardy role is? What? Him as the embodiment of pelts in The Revenant. Oh, my God. Excuse He's me? so many pelts in that what? movie. What? <laughs> I've never seen that movie because it didn't really strike me as something I'd be interested in. But the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, maybe I should give this a go. Because it's like, it sounds crazy. Not only is he wearing about 49 different oh pelts throughout the movie. I think every other word that he says in the movie is pelts. Oh my God. Pelts. pelts. He may as well be the bear that mauls DiCaprio in that movie. Like this guy is, we're talking... <laughs> He's no different in here. He's got he's got his nice big like stylish coat that he wears. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, wait, that coat. He's, he's I was pimping. like, do you know how many guys wear that exact same coat as soon as winter hits? Like he's pimping. Mm-hmm. He looks like Drake. He looks like he's about to drop views or something. And he's about <laughs> to get me to be really into his music for an extended period of time, embarrassingly oh, long, right. as I might say. Let's, 
left foot up, right foot slide. Oh my god. Right foot up, left foot slide. Oh, I forgot that Tom Hardy was in Inception too. I love Inception. Yeah, this movie's like Inception Part 2 because half of the cast is well, in it. Well, I really distinctly is, remember, yeah. I believe it was um, the reason why Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah, the reason why Joseph Gordon-Levitt was cast in this movie was because Christopher Nolan really liked working with him in Inception. Makes sense. Yeah. This was part of a three-year peak of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my God. Do, you, do I need to get into how big of a crush I had on him in high school? Because it's embarrassing. I yes, think we, we had do. the same crush. Yeah. Me and Anna had the same crush. Um, he's a snack, okay? Let me tell you right now, his jawline in this movie, whoo, my water bottle was empty halfway through because I was so parched. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. So the cast, the, with the turnover from Inception to this, uh, not only do we have Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Marion Cotillard, uh, who plays Miranda Tate, and uh, no one else, that's her name in the movie. Wink, wink. Wink. Uh, Tom Hardy and Michael Caine, who was in it already, um, they're all from Inception. Yeah, where's my Ellen Page moment in this movie? And uh, and technically, like, the five-second scene that has uh, Chillian Murphy, mm. once again, back in the sack. <laughs> I hated that. I hated that. And by, the, you know, like, the sack that he puts over his head. Oh, damn, left. <laughs> back in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Dan gone? Did he hang up? I think, yeah, Dan I'm left. so upset with you that he just <laughs> left, Dan. Were you so upset <laughs> that you left? This is the horniest of the three. Wasn't there a fireplace so, sex scene in this movie? Am I wrong? Was there no fireplace? It's, it's not. There's no specific uh, fadoodling, but there is a fireplace. Mm-hmm. and there is. A... You know it happened. It's implied. The yeah. boinking is implied. Also, it's like a- the sexual tension between Bruce Wayne and Catwoman, palpable. Palpable. No, no one else. You guys like? Yeah. You guys like Anne Hathaway? How you guys feel about um, Anne Hathaway? Fun fact: that is my grandpa's celebrity crush. He saw a picture of her after um, after uh, Les Mis came out, and he said, "Who is that?" And I said, "That's Anne Hathaway." And he went, "Oh." She is breathtaking. And I said, I know. <laughs> so I like Anne Hathaway. I like a lot of movies that I've seen her in. I've enjoyed. Um, I think she's, a. I mean, she's, she's just great. I like her for a lot of reasons. But in this movie, I thought she was so sexy. I was like, oh, okay. She was very attractive. Yes. Yeah. Always in a leather spandex oh my suit. God. Too. I was like, I literally took a note. I was like, she looks so good doing this fight scene in that tight dress. Yes, Anne. She looked great. I mean, I know it's not all about looks. She's also really witty and, like, smart, Mm -hmm. but she looked great. She also, she looks really great for being about, what, 400 years old? 500 years old? Wasn't she married to Shakespeare? (laughs) I'm leaving this group. This chat is That is a joke. That is a joke that I make. Anytime that Anne Hathaway ever comes up into conversation, poor, and it always gets the exact same <laughs> that response. That poor girl Everybody probably, gets upset with me. That poor woman has probably heard that joke a thousand times in her life. Oh, God. Are you the same Anne Hathaway? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just deadpan. Yes. 
Yeah, I'm sure that paparazzos, when they're trying to get her attention, they go, Yo, Miss Shakespeare! Mrs. Shakespeare, look over Mrs. here! William... How do you feel about King Lear? Oh my god. <laughs> Mrs. William Shakespeare. Uh, How's Bill? God. Oh, How does it feel to be married to such a genius? We said how this movie is long. It's 165 minutes. She long. Uh, and she's so long that I normally use Wikipedia to remind myself of the plot as we go through this to run through. Um, but I decided, hey, why don't I try and use the IMDb uh, plot synopsis oh, to f- remember really what it's like? Um, don't worry. The IMDb plot synopsis is only 10,000 words long and or Did somebody write pages. this synopsis for their college, like, midterm it just looks like the entire treatment of the movie but with way too much detail oh god oh god that's from the office the desk of christopher nolan oh my god me getting ready to hand in a paper in script writing (laughs) direct quote from the imdb synopsis Bruce is later booted out of a Wayne Enterprises board meeting at Daggett's behest. As he leaves the building, he finds his car being towed. Blake shows up and offers Bruce a ride. Yeah, that's literally a very detailed, like, I feel like you're reading to me from the script. It says booted and behest. Well, it's a great indie rock band. I don't want that in my synopsis. I want it short, sweet, and to the point. You've got to have, like, an English major in order to read this synopsis. <laughs> my God. God. Oh. So, so uh, there's a plane sequence, right? Yeah, should we get that into happens. the start of the movie? Yeah, let, let's do it. Let's yeah, do how's it this it. movie start? Okay. Uh, well, the movie actually starts with Harvey Dent's funeral. Blah, blah, blah. He's dead. Whatever. Um, yeah, we all cry uh, forever. Harvey Dent. He's, he's held as a say. hero. So nobody knows actually what happened. Yeah, um, I guess. But I was like, <laughs> what? They also brush over the fact that um, his, his death leads to the creation of the Dent Act, which directly removes all organized crime from Gotham. Yeah, they never really like give an explanation of what it actually is. They say it gives them extra teeth. Yeah. Um, are those... Dentures? Are we talking <laughs> literal teeth? They're gonna just what take kind of the teeth, teeth out of the residents of Gotham and put them into their own mouths. <laughs> you know those wind-up teeth that you can get sometimes and clack around and it'll like follow you across your desk. It's those, oh God. but the size of people. Oh God! <laughs> it's like a Roomba to chase down bad guys. Love that. Oh my God. Um, so yes, we. It does start off with a plane sequence. Um, in IMAX, very much in IMAX. A lot of this, like half this movie's in IMAX, I realized while watching yeah. it. Um, I think he was like, oh, the IMAX and the Dark Knight looked really cool. This whole movie's just going to be that. Let's do more. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it is a CIA, like, dark plane. And they are going to pick up a physicist, Dr. Leonard Leonid, Linus, Let, Lenny. Let's call him Lenny Pavel. Lenny Pavs. Lenny Pavel. Um, but as they're going to pick him up, they also find three mercenaries of this masked man, this mysterious man named Bane, uh, who they decide to bring with, because that's always smart. Um, yeah, why not? While they're on the plane, the CIA agent, who I keep thinking is Kyle Chandler. It's, it- it's Little Finger. It's yeah. Little Finger from uh, Game of Thrones. It is. I thought it was Kyle Chandler for the longest time. 
uh, from Friday Night Lights, Coach. Oh, he looks exactly yeah. like him. I can see. I can see why you'd say that. For a hot second, I thought that the physicist was Oscar Isaac. Just want to join in on this <laughs> conversation for like two seconds, and then I was like, no. <laughs> Wow, Oscar Isaac, you look remarkably older. That's what I thought. It was just from the side, and I was like, is that Oscar Isaac? And then I saw him from, like, the front, and I was like, ooh, nope. (laughs) Uh, Put a bag on that head, boy. Oh, a double bagger if ever I seen one. (laughs) Are you calling him leaky? If it's a double bagger, it sounds like he's leaky. Dan, are you not familiar with the term double bagger? I mean, I when I it's get my when groceries. It's when your partner, your sexual partner, is so ugly that you each have put a bag on your head. One on her head because she's ugly, and one on your head in case it falls off of her head. Um, <laughs> now, not to be, not to be. I know I said her head. It could be for whatever. You know, it's just a terrible term that <laughs> I love. <laughs> yeah, that's um, oh that's a classic term. Double bagger. One the bag on your head, innocence. one head. Yep. The age of innocence has ended for me. Yep. Good God. I'm now an adult as Anna takes a drink of her Smirnoff. Don't shame me. <laughs> Tell everyone it's a beer. It's not a beer. No. It's a margarita drink. It's a key lime pie margarita. With no real tequila in it, because tequila <laughs> makes my tummy hurt. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so back on the plane without Oscar Isaac and with Coach from Friday Night Lights. Um, he's trying to get them to talk. And the way he does this is by sticking their head out of a plane while also pointing a gun at them. Over the top. Yep, 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 yep. yep. He's just firing. Obviously, he's just doing it to intimidate them. And, like, Bane knows what's mm-hmm. up. He's like, oh, why would you shoot a man before you throw him out of a plane? I, I'm- he says it again. Exactly like that. And I'm blasted out of my chair because it's way louder than all the other audio in the scene. Yeah, everybody else is shouting throughout this whole scene. And it's pretty quiet. Even the plane is like kind of quiet, even though it's flying really loud. And then Bane. Why? Like. (laughs) Uh, And then Kyle Chandler takes the mask off of Bane's head. And we reveal that it is Bane. Um. Buggy Nobody eyes gasps himself. Because we're all not surprised. Yeah. We all hear, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, oh my God. It's revealed that Bane, of course, planned to be hijacked, and his own goons come to hijack the plane and crash it down. They're here to kidnap it, Dr. Lenny Pavs. This is some, like, inception level, like, me? setup thing, like, going on here. I don't know. Did somebody say how inception? This they... <laughs> is. Like this seems like it's something like straight out of that. It is. It is straight it out is, of that yeah. era of Christopher Nolan movies. But like, you watch this, they're like flipping the plane. Bane's got like a pulley system thing. They're like pumping the guy's blood into another. Oh body. god, yeah. yeah. They don't really go into detail uh, about what Bane's mask is for. They just talk about like how he got it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like, you know, when I'm playing Injustice, God's Among Us, and I play as Bane. Oh. He, you can see like that. He's getting some juice pumped into his body. See, that's a, they don't really ever say that specifically. You're yeah. right. There's the there. He has a toxin in the comics. Yeah. He's always doing the venom or whatever. Yeah. Venom, the, you say? Tom Hardy. That's yeah, that venom. Yeah. And uh, they never talk about. Wasn't he originally supposed to be a luchador? 
Well, that that's the thing. I was going to bring that up. Like, I got you. This is the second like ethnic Batman villain that got whitewashed mm-hmm. in these movies. Because yep. Ra- Ra's al Ghul is not Liam Neeson yeah. <laughs> in and the like, comics. They had and... a not white guy. Oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Famous. He's famous and I can't remember. Send help. I don't... Oh, Ken, Ken Watson. Yes, the Ken Watson. was the fake one. He could have easily yeah. played the real one. Like... Yeah. See, it's it's not that... Like, I, I don't want to be like, it's a big deal. No, it's, I know what you mean. It's a deal, but it's... The thing is, is like, my favorite Bane is the... He's smart, but he's also like this big bruiser of a guy. And I think Tom Hardy kind of gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he... The, they do well with the writing, but I do like the like luchador Bane, mm-hmm. who gets his powers from like juicing up, and he just gets his turns into a giant monster. Yeah. One of my favorite skins to have Bane wear while playing Injustice. Just luchador. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I just was thinking about those two things. I was like, did I make this up? Does he not really get his power from like juices? And they never really yeah. talked about it, so. No, I think they were trying to not... do like a realistic Bane as much as you can do. So he probably does get his power from juices. It's just HGH. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Um, so uh, they crash the plane, but they save all the people that they want to save. la di da di dee the end. Roll credits, directed That's by Christopher Nolan. Uh, and then you know how in Endgame they go five years later very slowly on the screen? Um, this 165 minute movie ain't got no time for that. They just flash eight years in the future. They don't give you any yep. like time indicators in this movie. Like they no, just mention like it. Background but, dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is hard for people like me who are easily distracted. Cause like, mm-hmm. I don't pick up on that unless I get eight years later. Describe like put on the screen. <laughs> Now I'm imagining all of the SpongeBob voiceovers being done by Tom Hardy as Bane. Eight years later. <laughs> My dream. Um, so we see that Batman, he's disappeared. It's gone. He's gone. No one's seen him for eight years. And, huh, also nobody's seen Bruce Wayne for eight years. Oh, what a weird, what a weird coincidence. That's a weird coincidence. Don't even get me started on how dense these people must be. Don't even. Like, um, did no, that's for the end of the movie. We'll discuss that at the end. Uh, organized crime, as we said, is gone. Uh, they're holding a fundraiser at Bruce Wayne's house, Manor. Wayne yeah, Manor. The, the rebuilt mansion, the built brick by brick. Said he was going to do it in one movie, and he did it in two movies. Yes. Um, and what are they holding the fundraiser for? Is it for an orphanage? I thought it was, they were just commemorating the Dent Day or something. Oh, yeah. Like, wasn't it I like Dent remember. Day or something? Yeah, it was Harvey Dent Day. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's why Gordon had a typed-out speech. A 19-page-long speech. Oh, God. <laughs> Which apparently just revealed all the secrets, yeah. but he was like, I won't read it here. Yeah. He pulls so. it out of his pocket, ready to give it, and he's like, ah, oh, never mind. Yeah. That's not funny. Definitely won't, <laughs> definitely won't come up later, but... Uh... No. <laughs> um, and we find out that 
Bruce Wayne, he's disappeared. He's a recluse who's a broken down man. He uses a cane. He hobbles around. His body's in shambles. Let's talk about that. That comes up later. But like his doctor's (laughs) like, you have the worst cartilage I've ever seen. By which I mean, you have no cartilage. Oh, no, it's like. Either way, I'm bad at quoting movies and telling stories. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's no, you dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I think that's the most realistic part of all of these movies. If yeah. you're going around crime fighting at night and you are, like, doing all those crazy superhero things, of course your body's going to be totally yeah. messed up. Right? It's destroyed. He's got no knees, his arms, everything. He's just broken. He's a broken shell of a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like he like lists all his like scar tissues and all the like wounds that he's got. I was like, yikes, yeah, his buddy. kidneys are scarred because people probably kick him in the kidneys all the time. Yeah. Don't uh, even get me started on his adult knees either. He has no cartilage. Oh my god! Thank Dan. you. Thank you. Not even a a giggle from Nick. Nothing. No reaction. <laughs> it was too painful. My kidneys are in pain now just from listening to you. <laughs> Uh, not only is Bruce Wayne <laughs> a broken down kid, an adult knee injured recluse, uh, Wayne Enterprises is also losing money, as we learn from not John Hurt board member and U.S. Senator Patrick Leahy. <laughs> like this guy. An icon. Guy's still in these movies, man. Makes an appearance again. My um, one question that I got right last week on trivia. <laughs> Uh, we also that John Daggett, who is Wayne's corporate rival, um, because the one thing Ben Ben Ben, ben, ben Mendelsohn um, doing an attempt at an American accent. It was something. Yeah. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, he is because we this movie needed more corporate espionage. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> he he gets himself. Um, on the board of Wayne Enterprises, um, which no one seems to like. No one likes that. The guy, the guy's, I mean, he's always good at playing a weasel. Yeah. He's a weasel in pretty much everything besides, like, Captain Marvel, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean... And even that, he's kind of a weasel. This character just really has the gall, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, again, later on in the movie, he throws Bruce Wayne out of the room. Now, I don't care if my boss is driving the company into the ground. I'm not going to have the nerve to call them out on it. But also, I am a baby. So, mm-hmm. I was like, he's got attitude. Oh, in case you guys were wondering, he is a real character from the comics. He is. Well. Oh. Yeah. He, some of these characters are made up, but he, he's, um, he's supposedly, he's kind of connected to the whole Clayface fiasco. Oh, okay. And it seems like it's his company that creates Clayface in the comics. Mm. Um, I realized I skipped over this because I looked at the IMDb novelization of the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, people that are introduced at the, the party for Harvey Dent's death. That's a weird way to put it. Um, <laughs> the funeral? <laughs> the memoriam? No, I'm going with what I said. Okay. Um, uh, we meet Matthew Modine playing Officer Matthew Modine. Um, <laughs> and we also meet uh, Miranda Tate, played by Marion Cotillard, who is a wealthy investor, and one of Bruce Wayne's uh, servants, I guess, maids, uh, Anne Hathaway. Like, yeah, like the party staff, I would yes. say. Yes. 
party down, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks great. She's yes. great. And she is there to steal the pearls, his mother's pearls, um, which she's specifically there to steal his fingerprints. Prince, but yeah. mm-hmm. but she does steal that as well. Yeah. Why not? You know, two birds, one stone. Right. That's what I always. I say. like. I like how he just doesn't give a give her any sort of leeway. He shoots an arrow like straight at her face. Yeah. He's he, this guy already knows like what he's what he's up to, but I mean, yeah, he's like he like we were saying earlier. This guy's a broken mess, and you can see it on him. He's all like disheveled looking. He's got a beard mustache combo. He's wearing a bathrobe, isn't he? <clears throat> Looks like he came out of his three ten to Yuma trailer and just went to this. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> he's he like, does, yeah, I can yeah. make it for the first scene, but I don't have time to change. <laughs> Well, what's weird is that somebody, it's this, this specific event, somebody breaking into his safe, is the push that starts him back to being Batman. Yeah, Because the next morning, he's back in the Batcave doing reconnaissance. Back in Batcave? Thank you. Oh, that that gets a laugh. Thank you. That gets a laugh, but not adult knees. <laughs> it was a sympathy laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, anyway. At, you guys... at this point, we also meet super orphan. Um, super orphan? Super orphan Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my son. <sighs> the perfect cop, I guess. God, he's so hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a thirst cast Dude. now. Anyway, they should have just—they should have just been like, "It's Dick Grayson, deal." Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Jason Todd. It's so stupid like, that they're like, "I don't hey, want to jump Asian ahead." Group. I know no spoilers <laughs> matters because or it doesn't matter if there's spoilers. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll make fun of it later. Thank oh, God. Don't worry. Um, that better be on the agenda. Lots of fun of it. Good. Um, yes, it's on the agenda. Uh, it's right after lunch. Thank God. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> You good, fam? Yeah, yeah. what just I'm happened? Ad- I adjusted myself, much like uh, Batman adjusted himself. You took out both of your kneecaps? Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. it, when Bruce is doing his research on Selena Kyle, Catwoman, uh, Mr. William, Mrs. William Shakespeare, my apologies. Um, <laughs> Mr. William Shakespeare. Alfred tells Bruce a story. About how, since he has stopped being Batman, he hopes that he would never return. And specifically, he has a dream of one day sitting at a cafe in Florence and looking up and seeing Bruce there with his family. A very cute dream. A very adorable dream. Um, and one that obviously will never come up again in the film. Never. But it's such a sweet little idea. I really like that. I was like, that's so, that's cute. Mm-hmm. We have a good foreshadow on this podcast. It's, I mean, it's all there, man. It's, it's all there. There is, the sun must be bright because there are a lot of shadows. Amen. This whole movie is one giant foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So, um, we see Super Orphan goes to find research a sewage treatment plant where a body has washed ashore. Love um, that. 
Yes, we love bodies. Uh, and he recognizes that the body is another uh, orphan. Yeah, orphan boys. Yeah, dead orphans. Let's stick together, like orphan this, children. Like this movie needed any more like depressing themes. This movie is straight up depressing. Let's just put it that way. Like some of the things in we this got, movie, I was like, holy crap. Especially the end. Got, like, yeah, you got a uh, broken down Bruce Wayne. You got. Jim Gordon, whose wife took the kids. Uh-huh. Sad. He's got Hated nothing. That. This guy, you just know this guy's drinking himself to a stupor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got, oh, who else? Everybody's just beaten down. Everybody's looking like garbage. Yeah, literally. Alfred <laughs> cries like three times in this movie. Yeah. It's so, that man crying gets me crying. I know, I'm like, like nobody he, hate on my Alfred. That man, that man gets me going. Mm-hmm. That, not, that man gets you weird. going. <laughs> that, Would you I say realize, that Alfred's back in the sack, BD? <laughs> <laughs> Elf, Alfred, Alfred's out of the sack. Actually. Oh God! He, he dips. He's he's gone. He's gone. He, out of the sack. So Into the fire. <laughs> Is that how the saying goes? Um, so the movie happens, and then it gets to the end. Oh God! There's so much in this freaking movie. We're gonna be on this podcast is gonna be about three hours. Yeah, I'm gonna, sorry in advance, everyone. I'm gonna skip over a bunch of stuff because I still haven't eaten dinner yet, so I can't afford this podcast to be that's, three hours long. That's fine. I mean, like, there's some parts that it's just a lot of action, mm-hmm. and like, oh, there's a lot of this movie's pretty action heavy. Whereas, like, Dark Knight was like a lot of like conference rooms and then like explosions. Mm-hmm. This was this is more like. Mm-hmm. Something's going on. Yeah, and I think every turn. this definitely has the best action of the three of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Especially the climax I like a lot because I will fight for this until my dying day. More action climaxes need to be in daylight. It's too dark when they're fighting at night. Oh I can't God. tell what's happening. You sound Max. like my mom. Max. She texted me, I'm trying to watch Ozark, but it's too dark. Me, like, are people dying? Her, no, the screen is too dim. I can't see <laughs> anything. I saw uh, I saw Rogue One in 3D with the glasses on, so it made it even darker. I had no idea what was happening for oh the first God. two-thirds of that movie. The climax <laughs> in bright blue sky? Oh, I could recite it to you word for word and action for action. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, another Ben Men. Ben Men being his little weaselly his self in little movie. self. Anyways. He's great. Um, so what happens in the movie? Um, uh, Juno Temple is in it for some reason. She's a not character, but a character. Who is she? She's the the little like Catwoman's like little buddy. Oh yeah. Why? So Joey <laughs> King. Joey King is in this movie too. She is. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she hadn't set up a kissing booth in the pit. Oh. That's not what I know. Oh, her is for. that her? Okay. That's her. That's yeah. That's her. From that's the... her. That's... Yeah. Yeah. She's the little also girl. in the act. Oh. Which yeah. I really Damn. like. She's also in Wish I Was Here, the Zach Braff movie. And? Just me? Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do know Zach Braff, but I... Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Super Orphan finds a, a dead orphan, and he then goes to the orphanage to see more orphans, living ones this time. So many uh, orphans. They're so, everywhere. <laughs> so many orphans, so little time. <laughs> Um, and he then finds, sorry, not he finds out. And then, 
Um, so John Daggett is buying Wayne's fingerprints, um, yeah. which is what um, Catwoman was there to get. Um, but as she goes to give Daggett the fingerprints, uh, she is double-crossed by a bunch of henchmen, um, who are Bane's henchmen, obviously. we I skipped over this. Bane is set up in the sewers. Yay. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, he's got a whole little, like, little, like, cabal of dudes just hanging out down there. Mm-hmm. Gross, honestly. Um, and Batman shows up for the fight uh, and fights with Catwoman. Um, and at one point in this fight, Bat- Batman goes to punch someone. The punch lands about nine feet away from somebody, and that guy <laughs> falls far back. It was just the uh, the breeze of the fist really yes. got him. That's what they teach you in the League of Shadows, the breeze yes. of the fist. The breeze of the fist. Oh my goodness! Uh, also, as this fight is happening, um, the I think you're t- I think you're talking about. A I am talking fight. about a different fight. You're talking about one of the ones that's right when him and Catwoman go in the the bat. You're when, t- when they're uh, on the, the rooftop, one, right? Yeah, yeah, the first, the one that you're thinking of right now, she doesn't even have her suit yet. Oh She's yeah, still in her little like black. She like Kila dress yeah. thing. Oh she yeah, takes out those. She guys. like fake cries and stuff. This is the one where I said she yeah. looked great while fighting, and I was like, yes. She does. Women. She looks. She was. She was looking smoking, but yeah, she's like doing like a like a whole like boy cried wolf kind of. Deal. Oh yeah. She's like, ah, help me, mm-hmm. and as immediately as soon as everybody like turns the corner, she like immediately just straight faces and goes out the door. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Um... <laughs> You're this just about movie an hour kind of ahead. runs it's okay. together for me. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. fight scenes. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, again, as I'm reading the Wikipedia to um, remember, the first... Uh, oh, my Lord. The first act of the movie takes up three quarters of the Wikipedia page description. Oh and then the second and third acts are one paragraph each. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um. So what happens is that Gordon and the police arrive um, to pursue Bane, um, uh, but Bane, but Detective Commissioner Lieutenant Gordon forgot his title there for a second. I have to treat him with the proper respect he's deserved. <laughs> he's um, Kamish Gordon. Yes, Kamish Gish. Yeah, Kamish. Um, before they unceremoniously fire him which they announce at the dinner they say they're gonna get rid of him soon yeah matthew modine <sighs> the character and the actor started. there was a lot going on for the commission this movie it um, truly was yeah so much yeah. so that he gets double crossed by his by some men uh, and he gets put in the hospital um, yeah very yep. much injured very for sad. most of the film yes um and then what happens why do i i, I watched this today <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, okay. He so Bruce goes to, in the ski mask. Yeah, and then yeah, he goes to visit the commissioner. Propels down. The, then that's when he decides to actually do it because Blake visits him and like gives him the whole spiel. Yo, you were about, an orphan oh, and I... seeing a cool orphan with a hot girl on the arm and another orphan in the orphan <laughs> car. Oh, it made orphan. me so uh, orphan. You were super orphan, man. <laughs> the orphans are everywhere. And like he obviously, like he just knows he's Batman. He just knows he's like, ah, you're Batman. Mm-hmm. I know it, cause I'm smart. Cause I'm mm-hmm. Orphman. Yep, <clears throat> pretty much. 
So, um, uh, but that gets him to go back out, and then mm-hmm. there's that big chase. Yes. Thing, because the what the stock market yeah. scene. Oh right? yeah, yeah. They go to rob the stock. Bane and his goons go to rob the stock market. And the absurdity of that act <laughs> is explained immediately once it happens because he goes up to a stockbroker and go- tries to go into his computer and he's like, there's no money here. You can't rob anything. And Bane's mm-hmm. like, well, then why are you here? <laughs> I was like, well, are you going to take his yes, wallet or something? That's a commentary. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to take his wallet or something? Because there's like literally nothing else you could do, I guess. But... Um, no, he's there to do uh, Cambridge Analytica and steal our data. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Love God. that for us. Yes. More specifically, he's just there to steal Bruce Wayne's data. Um, and that because... seems kind of elaborate to get Bruce Wayne's data, but yeah. and I guess what do I know? <laughs> Batman really is only an agent of the Federal Reserve, and he only cares about financial crimes. <laughs> um, he... this, this, is the spy, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back yes. and mm-hmm. gets him back in the... Back in the sack, if you will. <laughs> Nick! <laughs> There's been too much sack talk! He's back in the sack. <laughs> <sighs> so Batman chases after Bane from the stock exchange. That's what happens. Yes. Yep. Um, yep. And the, Bane gets away because yes. he's better. Uh, and Matthew Modine is like, aha. I'm going to catch the Batman, because of course you are, Matthew Modine. Everyone thinks yep. they're going to catch the Batman. The only thing that can actually catch the Batman? Chlamydia. Hey, man, <laughs> he is, he's getting it. Um, uh, so, the real reason that Daggett needed the fingerprints was for Bane, so that he could execute a series of transactions to bankrupt Bruce Wayne. And nobody... Yep. Not one person thinks, hmm, some weird shady stuff just went down at the stock exchange. Very publicly. Very publicly. Huh. (laughs) Now this billionaire has no money. Yeah, I feel like that would be the automatic reaction. It would be like, did you get get robbed, maybe? Just like a little bit? Do you have Norton antivirus? Oh, God. Did you click on a phishing link? Yeah, literally. It's kind of bogus. Like, the newspaper makes it sound like he is, like, what is it, like, Bruce Wayne doubles down and loses. And I was yeah. like, what? I'm like, did, <laughs> did nobody... you forget about what happened? Did he call his credit card company? Like, you know? There's been yeah, some no, suspicious gets... activity on your account. Yeah, why wasn't his account frozen, you know? It's because all that Bane really did was sell all his stocks and then buy stocks in Enron. Enron. <laughs> A timely reference, it had gone under eight years before this movie came out (laughs) and 16 years before we recorded this. Yep, love that. When I was six. I was nine. Um, What good times. So Alfred tries to convince uh, Bruce that he is not strong enough to fight Bane. Uh, and then he says, if you're going to fight him, I'm going to resign. That was a great impression. Don't even get me started all Alfred did was love Bruce, and Bruce was kind of a whiny baby about it. Like, it's my yes. way of the highway, Gramps. He's he's mostly in the right, but I, I think Bruce is rightly pissed at him for burning the letter. Uh, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Specifically, like, when he's like, don't use Rachel against me. But, like, 
I know he wanted to just keep Bruce safe, but like, there's just no right. The right thing to do would have been the thing that hurt Bruce the most, I think. And I think that's hard for Alfred. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's one of those things where like the right thing, it wouldn't have been the easy thing. And the easy thing wasn't the best choice, but Mm -hmm. you know, I got some real Anakin Skywalker vibes from Don't Use Rachel Against Me. You turned her against me! Oh my god. You have done that yourself! Oh god. You will not take her from me! <laughs> oh my god. Hate it. <laughs> Hate it. Oh, okay. Oh god. Uh, so, um... <laughs> Wayne... Bruce then finds comfort. I'm reading directly from Wikipedia now. Yes. Um, whoops, you're seeing how the sausage gets made. Um, <laughs> in Wayne Enterprise's new CEO, Miranda Tate, that's her name, nothing more. Um, and he really finds comfort in her because he sees oh, yeah, her he standing in the pouring rain. Yes. And as I said, the only thing that can stop the Batman is chlamydia. One thing, one, one might say they're back in the sack. Hey! Oh my goodness. Yes, yeah, so they have a, a romantic evening in front of a fireplace. Um, no saxophone music plays during this scene, which makes me very upset. Yep. They're laying no, under uh... the pelts that were worn by. that will be worn. <laughs> oh my god. By Tom, Tom Hardy, who I almost just called Tom Brady. Tom, same guy. Yes. Pretty much. Just... Um, oh, can we talk about uh, Ben Men getting, getting his? Yes, we can. He gets his. He uh, was he's he's like barking at Bane because Miranda Tate becomes CEO, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, uh, this isn't going." Blah blah blah. And Bane goes, "Oh, it seems everything's going according to plan." And uh, what does he do? He like he, he open starts, mouth like, barking about him. being in charge or whatever. I I love this scene because the simple thing he does, he just lays his hand on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He goes, do you feel in charge? <laughs> like, God. Oh some of God, the ways so that Bane talks, I'm like, I don't understand why. I, literally, so one of my notes, hem hem, it says, I'm just not getting, I'm not getting it, man. I'm in constant pain from Bane's voice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also put, Bruce, no, this hookup can lead to no good end when he and Miranda freaked. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly and it does not lead to a good end Mm-mm. um so um this is where uh catwoman agrees to take batman to see bane yep. this is what happens um so what actually happens is that catwoman double crossed the batman um and led him directly into a trap um and bane uh, says my favorite line of the whole movie. Oh, God. Is it um, everybody's favorite line, Dan? I'm here to fulfill Ra's al Ghul's destiny. Oh, nope. It's not everybody's <laughs> favorite line, but that's pretty good. Wait, what's everybody's that's favorite line? line? I always misquote it, but it's the one about the dark. Oh, I was born in the dark. Molded yes. by it. You hadn't seen the light before becoming a man. Yeah, that one. You that's merely the one. adopted the dark. But I always quote it wrong. I'm like, you were born in the dark. I merely a adu- Wait, that's not it. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's at least, like, 
I gotta say, the fights in this movie are remarkably better yes. than anything that was True. in like Batman Begins, mm-hmm. and even the Dark Knight, like to a degree. The fights True. are like, the fight scenes are much more like actually shot. They're super clear. It's really easy to understand what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. This this fight between them, this first one, is one of the things I really liked about it. Is there's like no sound besides the impacts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, whatever, like the cape fluttering and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But you're not getting like this bombastic music score mm-hmm. and the, oh, the heroes coming out on top. No, it's Batman getting his high knee just beaten to a pulp. His That's not the only thing he gets broken. beaten to the pulp. Oh, God. <laughs> he gets his, he, they recreate the, the comic book um, panel, yeah. the, the iconic one of Bane breaking Batman's back. Oh, God. Um, yep. Over his knee, which first of all, badass mm-hmm. um, <laughs> true i will say that true second of all the mid 90s were a real strong time to grievously <laughs> injure or kill your superheroes if yes. you were dc huh it the death of superman right. the breaking of batman what else can we do the drowning of aquaman let's try it love that <laughs> How about the Flash? He runs so hard, he turns into a beam of lightning that gives him his powers in the past. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that really what happens? That, that's a real thing that does happen. I thought yes. you were kidding. Oh, my God. No. I, he literally turns into lightning and just, yeah. That's like a a paradox, isn't it? Right? It's That's exactly what it is. Oh, what, what was really weird was when they took Martian Manhunter and had him listen to that Hollow Oates song Maneater and he became Martian Maneater. <laughs> I'm sick of you oh guys. My. It's the been a long were day. so weird for DC. I don't get it. Well, yeah, what a weird thing. Wonder huh? Woman became Wonder Bread. It's it didn't make Why? sense. Why? Damn. <laughs> oh my god. I'm already uh, Wonder Bread. I'm already um, hungry still. As I said, I didn't eat dinner. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right. I'll help you yada yada. Yeah. Um, yeah, you take over to yada. So, so Batman gets banished to the Phantom Zone. <laughs> um, Why? Bane, Why? <laughs> Bane, Bane gets all of his, like, stuff, mm-hmm. all of his, like, extra bat tanks. He gets all of that because it was all under one roof. Can we just say? Because it those... was a big lots. They, I like the paint job they gave them. I'll say that much. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the, uh, what is it, like the standard paint job we see the Batmobile in the first movie? No, yeah, he's driving it around. Yeah, oh, when they do the initial, like, test drive of it. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Test track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The default. So uh, that happens. Uh, and then all the police go in a tunnel. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Don't even get me started on this scene. Do you know what football stadium they filmed that at, per chance? Uh, yeah, it's Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. Ah, I was just curious. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. my God. Lieutenant Gordon, so, Commissioner Gordon, <laughs> is a very poor strategist. Just one of the most bonehead decisions made in this movie. And I was like, come on, man. Send yeah. all the cops underground. What? Like, all of them. I'd be like, I Every don't know, single one. maybe like five. Except for you, orphan boy. Oh, God. You are most handsome cop. You're not allowed to go. And you, Matthew Modine, you have a film to film. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so they do that. They set up the whole 
Remember, they they were, like, setting this up throughout the movie, but you don't really notice it. They're talking about construction and, like, concrete Mm -hmm. mixing and stuff like that. It turns out they made explosive concrete uh, and have been planting it all over the city. Isn't that just the pink slime from Taco Bell? Oh, God. I'm so timely with my jokes. You are. (laughs) No, but I just, watching that scene, I'm like, why? Why would you send all your cops in, first of all, as we already discussed? And second of all, Well, it ends up really kicking them in the arse because they lose all those cops. For three months! (laughs) They're all buried under there. When I tell you, when they said it was three months that had gone by, my head whipped back around to the TV so fast. (laughs) I was, like, taking notes, and I looked back up. I was like, three whole months? Wouldn't that be, like, your first plan of action would be to, like, try and get people out? They can't live down there. Well, we haven't gotten to this yet, but when he gives his soliloquy, True. Um, he's like, don't try to save them or I'm going to go boom boom. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, yeah. When, that, yeah. I really like that football scene. I like it's the beautiful. shot of the field like falling down below the while the one guy's running in front of him. Yeah, yeah, we've been saying featuring Matthew Modine as himself because it's true. But also featured in this movie are actual football players. Um, ben Roethlisberger yeah. is in the background. Yeah. Uh, the running back is Heinz Ward, who is not playing himself. He's playing a character named Heinz Ward, who is a football yeah. player for the do Gotham you think, Rogues. Do you think he was like... <laughs> Yeah, I'll be in the movie, but I want to play a character. I don't want to be me. And they're like, yeah, well, you, you can play. And they just pronounce the name, like, slightly different. Yes, you're playing <laughs> Hines Ward. Yes, that's it. Just different enough. Yeah. Also, they're playing a football team from Rapid City. Where is that? Yeah, is that a like, real oh, place? Okay. No. Iowa. Isn't really? that Iowa? Or is that Cedar Rapids? South, South Dakota. South Dakota, yeah. Uh, South Dakota doesn't have a football team. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this universe, they sure do, mm-hmm. and they're they're the big rivalry because everybody who's anybody is at this game. Amen. Yes. The including mayor. the entire police force. <laughs> oh yeah, who, I forget the mayor's name in real life. He's related to some other like famous people, but he gets uh, he he got spared in Dark Knight, but he gets sent up in a blaze of glory in this one. Yeah, oh, boy. he gets uh, yeeted, as the kids say. <laughs> Yote. Um, yeah, he gets Yote. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look up his name. Um, Nestor Carbonell is the yeah, actor. That's quite the name. Yes. Uh, he is related to Rafael Par- Palmero, who is a baseball player, oh. um, and Jose Manuel Cortina, uh, who was a Cuban politician, lawyer, and journalist. Mm. Well, so none of those people are the person <laughs> I'm thinking of. <laughs> Um, but the football players who, the real life football players are Ben Roethlisberger, Heinz Ward, Troy Palamalu, not actually how you pronounce his name, Willie Colon, uh, Marquise Pouncey, Mike Wallace, Heath Miller, Aaron Smith, Ryan Clark, James Ferrier, oh, Lamar Woodley, and Casey Hampton, and former Steelers head coach, Bill Cower. I don't think I know who any of those people are except for Roethlisberger. Oh, and you know that? who Troy Palamalu is. Is he the one is. with the beautiful hair? Yes, he's the head oh. and shoulders boy. Yes, then I know who he is. I just, you know, couldn't pick him out of a lineup besides you... the hair. 
No, um, I mean like in a lineup of people so with you similar could hair. Out of a lineup, oh my god! Never mind. <laughs> I'm seeing the hair. I'm not seeing his face. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the reason that they're at the football game is because Bane has to give his final speech uh, before the speech tournament. Um, <laughs> his final so, practice. Yeah. He. They go the explodey. And they blow up all the bridges but one while also blowing up the football field. And the only surviving football player is the character of Heinz Ward. Love that. <laughs> Love that for him. Who doesn't even notice because he is such a thundering run. Mood. <laughs> yeah, it's canon that Ben Roethlisberger died in this universe. So. <laughs> um, also, the uh, a boy with a beautiful voice. Sings the national oh my anthem. god doesn't bane what even comment yeah i'm like oh okay is that gonna move bane to like happiness and kindness he's not gonna kill everyone or like oh my god what are those you know in italy in like the 1600s oh you mean a the... castrato yeah he's, he's yeah, like, oh a castrato yes hmm. he's really into that era of music he's like i listen to a castrato all day um so bane gives his speech and he shows that they have the neutron bomb uh which i realized we have not mentioned at all. Um, <laughs> we skipped but over there's that just part. like a total atom <laughs> yeah, bomb that we en- haven't even talked about <laughs> the clean energy resource as it is explained mm-hmm. it's supposed to give uh forever clean energy to the city of gotham weird that it can so easily be weaponized <laughs> but it's yeah <laughs> It seems like with a couple strokes of a key and this guy that got robbed from the plane at the beginning of the movie about three hours ago at this point. Yeah, Yeah. landed Brezhnev. Three Uh, snacks uh, ago. Like, (laughs) I love it. I love that he, like, kind of, like, makes him say that, oh, I'm the only guy that knows how to turn this thing off, and he just breaks his neck immediately. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Bane gives a speech, it's like, it's time to take back the city for what it's worth. Would anybody like to purchase some pelts? Um, <laughs> the rich will pay their fair share. The poor will take control of the rich. The spoils will be enjoyed. The victors shall own the pelts. Um, I mean... <laughs> and then, once we finally figure out how I robbed Wall Street, I <laughs> occupied it. Everyone here will receive one free pelt. Literally. Plus shipping and handling. By the way, the bomb's going to explode in three months if you try anything. Don't do anything. Bye. Pretty much. He's like modeling a pelt, too, with that jacket. That beautiful, stylish jacket that white boys He's everywhere will be wearing. Stunting. He's stunting on that. He yes, looking he fine is. for Bane, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, Anna, man. Anna, what are you holding up right now? Oh, a it pencil. Like <laughs> it's okay. a pencil. <laughs> it looked like there was this blue light shooting out of it, and I was like, is she trying to blind herself with a laser No, right you now? know that sometimes I just like to play with stuff. End of sentence. Oh, do, you guys, uh, do you guys like the fact that that zoom out shot when they're showing all the bridges like collapsing it's literally just manhattan it's straight up manhattan <laughs> i know you i was like oh okay building one there's like no center. question about we're it we're not gonna disguise <laughs> anything in this this is fine it's fine this is gotham yeah. I, I don't think they did any like cg to no. hide any of the skyline you no. can clearly see the buildings like it's literally one the the position it's in is like perfect yeah 
like shot of Manhattan. Yeah. I'm like, it's literally and this in a Spider Man movie, what am I watching? <laughs> it's beautiful minus, you know, the explosions. <laughs> <laughs> um so yes, Batman is in the hole. Bane has taken control of Gotham. Um, and the next act of the movie is the exact same plot of what's that Batman book that I read once that I can't remember the name of? Uh, <laughs> yup. No Man's Land. It's the plot of No Man's Land. Oh, uh, Lord. Of Batman. Um, I remember reading it and being like, wait a second. I read it after the movie came out because um, before I became every middle-aged man only reading nonfiction books about World War II. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I used to read fiction books about superheroes. You I didn't get the comic books. Fun. I got the novelizations of them. Oh, God, Dan. Yes, I am studying to get a degree in library sciences. Who asked? (laughs) Um, But I remember reading this book, and I was like, wait, I've seen this before. This is just The Dark Knight Rises. They took this directly from there. But that has Catwoman. Not Catwoman. That has... um, Barbara Gordon. This does not have Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon yeah. isn't even in these films. It's got me sick. Sick to my stomach. Uh, speaking yeah. of sick to my stomach, um, in the second act of the movie, uh, Batman, Bruce Man, he's really just Bruce yes. at this point. Uh, he's in the hole. His back is broken. His knees have kids. Um, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he says that this, this pit is worse than hell because... There's a hole at the top, which gives the prisoners hope um, that they can try to escape from at any time. Nobody's been able to. Uh, it's basically you just have to long jump. Um, and I guess the hole also saps you of your thigh muscles. I mean, like, honestly, can we take a second to talk about how the one time he actually does make it out of the hole is when he jumps without a rope? Mm-hmm. Like, he could have died. He yeah. should have died all the times he did jump with a rope. He was snapping yeah. like a twig. That- that definitely looks like it would snap his already pretty shaky spine. <laughs> I know. I'm out. like, like <laughs> they're literally what? every single time somebody does it and they smack down. I'm like, that person's dead. And then yeah. miraculously, they're not because like you hear like, Thwap! like it sounds like somebody was just snapped in half. It sounds like yeah. the 60s Batman punch <laughs> noise. Yes. It's they might certain. as well have like the big bubble. Yeah. Biff. Oh my Oh my god. Pow. Um, I I, I just want to say, if I had been in that prison, I think I would have gotten out, because I'm just built different. Oh man, he really is. Oh my god. I would not have, because I have zero athletic ability. I would have been like, well, this is it. You know who would have gotten out, though? To make another timely reference, Alex Honnold. I don't know if I know who that is. He's the guy from Free Solo. The rock climbing movie. Oh, my God. Mm. Well, of course, a rock climber is going to make it out. Yeah, he would have gotten out and then just done pull-ups afterwards. Yeah, you see me? He'd be like, <laughs> I'm not even breaking a sweat yet. Meanwhile, I'd be huffing and puffing like. <sighs> <laughs> um, so, well, well, Bat Boy's in the pit. Um, in Gotham, things are not going well. Um, yeah, things get real hairy. Yeah. Yes. Bane uh, spoils the ending of The Dark Knight. For everybody else that's in the city. Hey there, boys and girls. Guess what? Guess who got a letter? Oh Guess my who God. got a letter? I just got a letter. Harvey Dent is two-face. <laughs> um. Like, 
Just the fact that he still has the letter, yeah. I was like, come on, yeah. man, with this letter that Jim Gordon wrote. By the way, breaking out the prisons now. Yeah, that's kind of just like, yep, we're just going to break everybody out, and it's going to be fine. I also want to point out, he's giving a whole speech, and it's very well cut in the movie to go over yeah. um, like the events of what's happening everything. But in context, as he's giving the speech, he's delivering this to, like, 15 half-interested journalists. <laughs> They're just there. They, they have to be. They're like, oh, can't hardly understand what he's saying. He talks so weird. Um, so, yes, things in Gotham are not well. Um, that is to paraphrase the film quiz show. God. <laughs> um, so, Bat... Bruce hears stories of what life in the pit was like, how there has only been one person who's escaped, uh, and we think that it is Bane, um, played by uh, Joey King, who, if uh, you might know, does not look like Tom Hardy. No, I Um, was shook at first. I was so confused. Because she is a woman. She is. uh, A very pretty woman, and Tom Hardy is a very pretty man. He is. um, Covered in pelts. And... (laughs) He's actually kind of covered in pelts when we see him. Yeah, he is, yeah. More like a burlap sack, if you will. And there's not a lot of t- to talk about for the entire second act of the movie. Not really. It's, there's something going on in Gotham, and then there's Bruce trying to get out of the pit. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty much. And he's he a does. vision of Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ra's al Ghul. Liam Neeson pops back in for a nice little cameo. He's like, hi. Uh, he drops, I think he says the same line, uh, word for word, that Ken Watanabe's character says in Batman Begins. He says, uh, Gotham City has da-da-da-da-da. It, yeah. it must be a low today. He says, like, the exact same thing. Yeah. I thought that was kind of fun. That was cool. Um, and it just echoes how this is far more of a sequel to Batman Begins than it is to The Dark Knight. It really is. And then to follow it up, they follow that up with a scene of Thomas Wayne rappelling down into the cave. Yeah. Uh, And saying, why do we fall? Which, literally the theme of this movie. So we can learn to pick ourselves back up. Mm -hmm. I liked Uh, that a lot. mm -hmm. So then we see, uh, as Anna said before, he only gets out because he uh, gets rid of the rope. And he jumps, and it doesn't look like it's that much of a jump, honestly. Well, think about it. I get that the point is you 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 have the adrenaline to actually push yourself more and higher because it's your only shot. Um, It's 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, and 50% pain, and 100% 100 reason to go and kill Bane. Thank you, Dan. Oh! That would have been so good if I didn't mess up in the middle of it. It was still good, Dan. It was still good. Thank you. You can cut that part out. We won't We won't think about I it. I can't because do you want to know why I can't? Because uh, after my audio cut out recording, um, I went to start recording again, and it missed about 10 minutes of our conversation. Oh, no. So I'm going to be recreating this. Oh, uh, God bless you. So, listeners, if you've gotten this far in the podcast and you're like, hey... Dan sounds a little weird for about 10 minutes of the podcast. You were right. I actually sound weird for all of it, but I sound especially weird for that point. 
Oh no, Dan. Oh, um so uh Batman goes uh he escapes and he goes back to Gotham. Uh in uh cut off Gotham, um one of the rules that Bane had set up is nobody if anybody tries to cross the bridge, they're gonna blow everything up. Basically uh-huh. the rule is if you try and do anything, they'll blow it up. Stupid. Uh, like why? Like you know you wanna blow it up, just do it already. Nobody cares. Yeah. What leverage are you getting? There seems to be, like, no physical way that he was able to get in the city. And I'm still not entirely sure how he did it. But he does just kind of just show up again. Yeah. Yeah. He manifests. I expected, the first time I saw it, I expected there to be, like, some, like, heist scene of him sneaking in or, like, somehow going across the ice. Manifesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. They just kind of throw the, what is it, the... They put all the police in the the courtroom with Scarecrow. Yeah. Handed out the judgments. The kangaroo then, court. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, now Batman's back because here's a flare that's going to light this giant gasoline bat <laughs> on this bridge. God. Did he, like, go up there and paint that himself? He must have. He's Think like, this is going to look so sick from far away. You are Bruce Wayne. You yes. are returning from a three-month imposed exile in a hellhole prison. <laughs> yes. You get back in somehow. You uh-huh. find out, you know at this point, there is only like five hours before this bomb is going to go off. And you need to do everything <laughs> in your power to stop it. How do you spend your time? Painting first, a giant bat. <laughs> first, you go and have a conversation with William Shakespeare's wife yes. and say like, hey, I need your help. And she's like, no, but fine. And then do you go and help people? No, 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 no. Then you go and paint a giant bat. Yes. Love that. Honestly, very <laughs> logical. I see no flaws. <laughs> Bruce oh, Vane. Yeah, for real. This man. Yeah. So, yeah, that gets lit up. He, uh, and then we got, uh, the little side plot of John Blake trying to get his little cop buddy mm-hmm. out. He's been sending him little notes, like, throughout this entire second mm-hmm. act. He get, he gets him out of the hole. He immediately just gets just shot gets right wasted. in the back. Sad. <laughs> it's very... Like, three months of just talking to this poor guy is immediately shot in the back. Uh, and for some reason, when that, I just, have either of you seen Barry? On HBO, yeah, I um, have not. I just finished the first season, and oh, so uh, I don't in like the because Barry is a um, he's a hitman uh, who joins an acting class. That's all I'll say. But he was in Afghanistan. Yeah. He was a soldier. He was a sniper in Afghanistan. And in the eighth episode of the first season, um, he tells the story of his first kill in Afghanistan, and it's how he sniped someone from seven hundred yards away. For some reason, when the cop gets out of the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured splicing those two scenes oh my up God. of Barry sniping the guy from 700 yards away and then the cop, right as he gets out of the sewer, just getting smoked down. I'm oh. like, I'm not a good person. <laughs> Dan. Uh, Dan, stick with that show. The second season is like even Oh, yeah, I watched Isn't the first that episode. With, um... It's with Bill Hader. Yes, and, I love um, Bill Hader. Uh, and the man who I love, the Fonz. 
My God. Oh, yeah. Fonz is a big character mm-hmm. in that. There's, uh, who's his mentor? I forget his name. He's Oh, it's Stephen Rue. He's Rue. a big character actor, too. Yeah, yeah Stephen Rue. He Rue's was in Get Out, uh, and he's in the new Perry Mason. And he was in uh, News Radio, another great television show from the 90s. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Um, so the movie that we're talking about is the dark Knight rises. Uh, <laughs> and now it's time for the climax. Um, we made it oh, guys. Wait, the, the, you know, the mask line. Did you guys laugh at the mask line? Um, wait, there, oh, it's wear a right, mask. What he's talking to, yeah, to orphan boy. To, yeah. Oh, it rings very true this year. That's too real. That's too goes, real. I don't, he, cause he literally says it. He says, uh, wear a mask. And then he says, do it to protect others. Yeah. Oh, my God. Quaking. (laughs) Too real. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I realized that it was was actually 16 years later, not eight years later. Um, (laughs) So uh, in the climax, what happens is that all the cops get out because they blow up the uh, wall of cars that was blocking them in. Honestly, they uh, all look great you, for having been trapped for three months. Yeah, not a speck of dirt on them. No, they all look like they've been showering regularly. Clean uniforms. Mm-hmm. They were probably uh, pooping down that uh, that waterway <laughs> that all those dead orphans were washing. <laughs> oh, <on> oh God. <laughs> That's what was killing the orphans. Um, so... Uh, the cops then go to have a mano a mano fight with the with Bane's goons, uh, while simultaneously a a small group of Gordon and company go to find the bomb and put a stopper on there so they can't detonate it remotely, and then they can drive it back to the holder that it's in and stabilize it, and then no boom, all good. Um, and then also simultaneously. Um, Orphan Boy goes to the orphanage to save more orphans and put them on a bus. Love that. Uh, and he goes to drive off on the only bridge. Um, and the, the soldier on the other side is like, do not cross, otherwise we will blow the bridge up. Um, which I'm like, okay. Weird turn of events to take there, mm-hmm. Mr. Soldier Boy up in it. Oh, but that's fine. Um, yeah, this guy really... Yeah, like he really mm-hmm. screws this up for them. Yeah. He's a big goof. Yeah, I don't even know what to think about this scene. Um, but so, what happens? We'll get to that. Um, Batman uh, is fighting with the goons and Matthew Modine, and also the rest of the cops. He's they're fighting the goons in Bane, um, and yeah. they have a yeah. Matt shows up and is like full full dress regalia. <laughs> Well, because Gordon I mean, says it in the movie. He says it earlier yeah. right? when he meets him at his door. He says, I'm not expecting you to get in your like full outfit and go up the main street. And that's exactly what he mm-hmm. does, actually. And yeah. yet. <laughs> um, so they fight and um, Batman does what he should have done before and lightly taps Bane's mask. Yeah, he starts going <laughs> ape on that thing. He yeah. starts like hitting it with the... <laughs> With his little yeah. arm blade things. Yeah. And this fight is really... I really like this fight. I really enjoy yeah. it. You can feel the weight of everything going on. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just Dude. it's just two oh. big, beefy boys having it out mm-hmm. with each other. Throwing hands. The, <laughs> when, uh, when, like, Bane, like, powers up, and he first, like, knocks all the little pieces out, and he starts, like, just wailing on him. Yeah. And he starts punching the pillar yeah. behind him. Instead, he just, like... 
bashes a hole into the pillar. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, uh, but at the end of this fight, it is revealed that, um, what's her name? Marion Cotillard. What's her name? Surprise, surprise. Uh, Miranda, Miranda Tate. Tate. Miranda Tate. I was going to say Sharon Tate. Not nope, that. Actress. Um, uh, it is revealed that Marion Tate is actually da, 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 Joey King. And we all yeah. gasped for 20 minutes. Yes, she is Talia Al Ghul. She is Raz Al Ghul's daughter. Uh, Bane was her protector in we the pit. Again. Uh, he was covered mm-hmm. in pelts once he was injured. Yes. They they show like a very brief shot of him getting his mask pulled off mm-hmm. in the in the pit. Yeah. He's just got like the cloth thing and it's Oh, look, it's Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah they never again, this is where I was like they never really discuss like what the mask was for, why it was put on him or anything like that. They just say like, "Oh, if you pull it off, like that's bad news." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so also, Gordon ends up placing the thing on the remote detonator so they can't blow it up. Uh, yeah. Well, she had the she had the bomb the whole time. Yes, she mm-hmm. did. She had. I was the shook by detonator. that. I'll tell you that much. I was shook. Um. So, Talia uh, leaves uh, Bane to make Batman live oh, until she, the bomb goes off. She friend zones Bane too. Let's not forget. Yes, she she says goodbye, my friend. And I was like, ah. but like also I feel like he was kind of a big brother to her. Cause she was a little kid when he was a full adult, you know, mm-hmm. like not to like get into the, the romance. Well, yeah, of, definitely. Yeah. So I feel no, like it shouldn't be like, yeah, I too mm-hmm. would have friend zoned Bane. That's what I'm trying to say. What are you yeah, doing? No. Step Bane. Step Bane. <laughs> I keep getting this one lyric by um, Childish Gambino stuck in my head. It's just so insane. It's an enemy of Batman, which has nothing to do with Bane, but I keep thinking about it. Also, there's a couple across the way from me, and they I can't tell if they're like, it's like their first time hanging out, but the way my desk is positioned, I can see right into their apartment. Mm-hmm. I gasped earlier. There oh is a part God. where I went, um, because this guy just straight up took his shirt off and I felt like I was seeing something I shouldn't have been seeing, but he's got a shirt on again. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Sorry, Dan, uh, Dan you're going to have to edit that out. I'm not. And, and, and back on, back on to this podcast about voyeurism. Yeah, for real. <laughs> anyway, the movie. <laughs> Wait, you actually are experiencing rear window. I hate it. I'm like trying not to look, but like I, I cannot. They're not doing anything. They're just like hanging out, but until they pull the shades and he starts stabbing her. Oh my god. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope so too. Um, yeah. this is a pro not death podcast. Yeah. Pro living. I only um, like watching documentaries about murder, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh Bane of course is like I'm not going to let you live to see the bomb go off. I'm just going to kill you now. <laughs> Is that what he says? Yes. Yeah, What's he's going to like shoot him point blank yeah. in the face with a shotgun. I was Ruthless. like, holy crap, dude. Um, Ruthless. But instead, um, Selena Kyle comes up and shoots Bane straight in the whole body with all of the firepower from the bat pod. Love it. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty unceremoniously... Uh, gotten rid of mm-hmm. same very similar to how scarecrow goes in the first movie mm-hmm. yeah i'd have to say he just kind of like goes away yeah it's just like somebody yanks a cord and pulls him off stage <laughs> yeah and the big cane comes out shepherds pulled off by uh, the mask 
And um, Catwoman says, you know, this whole no guns thing, not for me. <laughs> I love her little um, binoculars that turn into cat ears. They really give me life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are kind of cool. Would yeah. she have been uh, the girl that wore cat ears in high school? Yes. Okay. She Probably. wore them to the ball earlier in the movie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, that's yeah. not something you grow into. I know. That's something she... that you are. That's something you try to grow out of. She probably yeah. was the kid that like played warrior cats in fourth grade, you know, on mm-hmm. all fours and was like hissing at people. Mm-hmm. Um, so to yada some, um, the Talia goes and she floods the chamber uh, that has the reactor stabilizer thing, you know, the thing that would have debombed the bomb, um, making it so the oh, there isn't really an option to not detonate the bomb. Um, Talia's truck crashes um, as she does that. Much in the same way as her father's death. It's the same music cue. Yes, very similar. Same music cue as the the train Love that, honestly. And she basically dies in the same manner. Yes. Honestly, love that. Large metal thing. Big circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. A large metal thing. A big circle. No, I meant like circling back to the first movie. I yeah, didn't no, think it come out that eloquently. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so she has this really terrible death scene that people make fun yeah. of online still. She just dies like, oh, I'm dead now. <laughs> I'm Marianne Cotillard, and I am not in this movie anymore. Cause I am... The movie pauses. She bows like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> The cane comes out. Da, 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 da. That's just how people are going now. It's just a giant shepherd's hook, like pulling them off. Um, so Batman realizes the only thing that he can do uh, because he can't stop the detonation is to take his flying uh, bat, the bat, his flying bat, mm-hmm. bat, the bat, uh, and haul the bomb far over the bay, hopefully detonating not near anybody. It has to be at least two and a half miles away from the bag. No, at least five mm-hmm. miles because it has a blast radius of five miles. Yeah, well, yeah, I was like six miles doesn't even sound like that much, but I guess when it's a bomb like that, like there's more. Yeah. Um, so he, before he takes off, he indirectly reveals himself as Bruce Wayne to Gordon. Um, mm-hmm. by, I'm shocked that Gordon remembers this 30 years later. Sometimes all that a boy's need is a warm hand and a coat, maybe a pelt. <laughs> God. What if he just, like, started, like, listing off random kids who he, like, put his coat around yeah. throughout his years as a cop? He's like, no, it can't be that guy. That guy's dead. Little Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> Steven Van Zandt? Have you seen that TikTok where it's like the music for Alejandro by Lady Gaga is playing and somebody's like, your sugar daddy died. And they're like, Alejandro. And they're like, no, the one with four kids. And they're like, Roberto. And they're like, no, no. They're like, that's what I'm picturing right now. <laughs> he's just going through. He's like, yeah. eh. Fernando? Like... <laughs> Um, so earlier in the movie, a throwaway line is that the autopilot has been broken on the bat, so it doesn't work. So Batman himself has to fly the bat away um, mm-hmm. over the bay. Uh, and he does, and it explodes over the bay. Oh, uh, it saves mm-hmm. everybody in Gotham, but Batman dies. 
the orphan kids are still orphans, but they're still alive. Um, yeah. Let me just tell they you. Get the... Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say they get the end of the Hamilton treatment with the giant orphanage being the, the end orphanage. of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. <laughs> yep. I will tell you, I was shook when I saw the ending with the explosion. I was like, oh, he dead. He gone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was shook. I was sitting here on my couch, chips falling out of my mouth. I was so, my mouth was agape. <laughs> um, and then we have, I guess, a postscript. Um, Batman, uh, they think he's dead. Um, it's he's dead. Yeah, and he's hailed they, as a hero now. They essentially they kill Batman, but they don't kill Bruce Wayne. What? Yeah. Loved um, that. <laughs> So, um, Wayne Manor becomes, as Nick said, the orphanage. Oh, this movie would have been way better if it ended with Joseph Gordon-Levitt looking directly at the camera and gasping, like how <gasps> Hamilton ends. Oh, my God. That was so weird. A single tear in his eye. That was so weird. I was like, why'd she do that? I had to ask. I was like, Gage, what does this mean? I was on Google, like, why? Is that supposed to be, like, Eliza's last breath? Why? Oh, I yeah. thought it was her realizing the impact that she made. What a weird choice um, to end a show on. Anyways, um, <laughs> Gordon finds the bat signal is repaired and no longer a bat signal. Uh, and Lucius discovers that Bruce fixed the autopilot on the bat. Uh, and they after really we had see, me messed up. After we see... Um, Alfred cry again. I'm sorry, Hated Master that. Bruce. I failed you. Heart tugging. Heart oh wrenching. my that god, one. I was crying. Ooh, was I was like, that's uh-huh. too yeah. much. And the only way that he can mourn is to go on vacation to Florence. Um, same. Where, oh my god, same. Where he sees, sitting at a table across from him, uh, mm-hmm. Bruce alive and eaten with Selena Kyle and some kiddos. <laughs> now, <laughs> there's... There's a couple things. <laughs> There's a couple things. I, I just I just want to bring this up real quick. Um, the poem or whatever it seems to be that Gordon is reading at the end of uh, for Bruce Wayne's Fake funeral, funeral, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's uh, "Tale of Two Cities." Oh it's boy, the that's end of some... "Tale of Two Cities," and, and that's... that's supposed to be like a whole thing because pretty much the entire story of "Tale of Two Cities" is very much. <clears throat> told throughout this movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the last one as well i guess because uh the whole conceit is like somebody gets switched out with somebody else and like takes the fall yeah mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of that play somebody gets like killed instead of someone else if i remember correctly mm-hmm. um so that's kind of like supposed to be like the dark knight but yeah, it's uh, lemmy isn't it what's up it's lemmy right oh my god yeah. what isn't that oh no that's of mice and men yeah that's why it's like <laughs> lemmy I thought you said Lemmy, and I was just like, yeah, I'll go You want to pet the bunnies, Lenny? Right? That's that? I'll pet the rabbits. Yep. You'll pet Get the, the bunnies. Bang, bang. Get the pelts, Lenny. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you finna pet those bunnies. Uh, pop, pop. So so there's that, but there's there's one other thing that I'm sure Anna is itching to talk about. Our, our our hero, our hero, our love, our, the love of our lives. Yes, our collective Joseph husband. Joseph Gordon-Levitt John... goes to... John Blake. Yes, John Blake. That is his name, John Blake. He goes to, I guess, like a will reading 
Um, and it sees that he, that Bruce left everything to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, and as he's leaving, the <laughs> arbitrator says, <laughs> you know, you should really use your first name. Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Who did that? Please tell me whose bright idea it was to include that line because I want to know if they genuinely thought it was. I just want to talk. I I guarantee you that was Chris Nolan. Get him on the phone right now. Hello, Chris. This is my masterpiece. Cherry on top. He's like, how do I include that this is Robin without like putting him in? In yellow tights. And this hmm. was so much of a secret that they dubbed that line over so no one but Joseph Gordon-Levitt knew. Are you serious? I'm serious. That was like a big deal to them. They couldn't even... the Marianne Cotillard, she got outed as Talia before this movie even came out yeah. because there was that shot of her getting into the tumbler yeah. with the like robes on. People were like, look, she's wearing like Asian-looking robes. I mean, she's not... Who she says she is. Yeah. She's obviously not Miranda Tate. Uh, but then this this was the big secret was that Joseph Gordon Levitt, who's been playing John Blake I this entire movie. I literally knew that. I think I knew that before the movie came out because there were rumors. Yeah, there were rumors. They were like, no, he's Nightwing. I was like, who? Just kidding. I know who Nightwing is. Well, like, if he were, if he was going to become a superhero, he can't become Batman. No. That would be like me becoming a superhero named Dan. <laughs> True. Or sorry, he can't become Robin. Yeah. Well, Nightwing is Robin. Yeah, he can become, but like, it starts off as Robin and then becomes Nightwing. Yeah. If he starts off as Robin, that'd By be like being you being, born it's me, Robin. Anna. I mean, Nightwing. Nightwing. <laughs> It, it was just, I think it's a very elaborate troll yeah. by them. Just to be like, yeah, you guys wanted Robin in any of these movies. Here you go. He's Robin the oh, whole time. Oh, God. I feel like Chris Nolan saw that at the premiere and he was like, where's my like, Where's the outburst of applause? Everyone, <laughs> clap. <laughs> I am clever. God, oh. just... It's call him Dick Grayson and call it a day. You don't even have to call him Robin in the movie. Nobody would care. I know. Yeah. Everybody knows. If it's Dick Grayson, we know. Like, I really wish that they went, you know, you should use your real name, Dick. Oh. And then cut to black roll credits. They all stare at the camera. <laughs> oh, God. So that's The Dark Knight Rises. That's the plot of the long one. Um we made it, what? guys. We made it. It's only in been... comparison to the other two. What do y'all think? I agree with what Gage said that the first one is the worst. First is the worst, second is the best, third is the one with the hairy chest. Yeah, I agree. third is the one with the pouty chest. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. I liked the second one better. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's just because it's so what am I trying to say? The like, it's so is... important to people our age. Like, it's such a... Yeah. Well, also, like, The Dark Knight is less of a comic book movie. This True. and Batman Begins are far more of comic book movies. The Dark Knight's a crime mm. movie. Oh, and it's so good. Yeah. It's a heist It's so movie. gritty. Yeah. It's, it's shot, like, com- I have a completely different vibe watching this movie compared to watching The Dark Knight. Absolutely. It feels like it's shot, like, completely different. Yeah. 
which it kind of is. It's shot like we like you said. There's a lot more like IMAX big scenes going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. That movie's like so contained and like I don't know. It's just it's so bizarre. Yeah, and it's which is weird because it's still Wally Pfister. It's the last movie that Wally Pfister worked with with Christopher Nolan, um, mm-hmm. but it just feels completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say that it's always weird looking at the three as a trilogy yeah mm-hmm. because they don't feel like a trilogy and I think the part of that is hampered by um, Heath Ledger's death yeah uh, I would agree because yeah. there's the no Joker, good way oh sorry go ahead the Joker didn't die in the Dark Knight no. I the, the rumor that I heard and I choose to believe is that this movie was all supposed to be the trial of the Joker. Mm. Which I thought would be a really interesting take. And when that happened, they needed to come with a completely new direction. They don't mention the Joker no. at, at all, all in this movie. Uh, and I think Mm-mm. that's partly out of respect for Heath Ledger yeah, uh, and not wanting to affect um, how that performance is seen, but also out of the fact that they needed to come up with something to do, and they figured we should just do a 180 from what our original plan was and do this thing instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it didn't turn out bad. It just wasn't no. as good as the second movie. Yeah. Nick, you haven't said anything about that. <sighs> See, uh, I'm of two. I, I want to think of these movies as Batman movies first and then as like movie movies mm-hmm. second. For pure, like, Batman goodness, it's still Dark Knight, Batman Begins, this movie. Mm-hmm. But I suppose in terms of movie, it's probably still that because... Oh, I, okay. I honestly, there's still so many things I find in this movie that I, like, say, that's weird. Why is that like that? Mm-hmm. Uh... There's there's a scene where Bruce goes to talk to Lucius before he shows him all the stuff and there's the shots from there's a shot behind his shoulder pointed at Lucius and then there's a shot behind Lucius pointed at him. Mm-hmm. And every time those shots switch, you see Bruce Wayne's hand is on his cane or it's not on the cane. Mm-hmm. It's on the cane when it's in front of him and it's not on the cane when the shot is behind his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it keeps switching between those. And it keeps switching. And it keeps switching. I love a continuity like, oh. error. I love a continuity error. I was like, maybe you didn't see it the first two times, but you didn't see it the other eight? What? Oh, you know the editor saw that, but was like, there's nothing I can do. Well, also, was he like, is this the only usable take that we have? Yeah, he's like, how many? We were like, it's a one and done. It was so good. And the editor's sitting there, like, pulling their hair out. Like, no, Please. <laughs> Chris, like, Christopher Nolan goes, okay, uh, once more for safety, and Christian Bale just throws the cane at him and walks off. Oh, my God. My worst nightmare as an editor. My worst nightmare. Oh, my God. What if Christian Bale had, like, a Terminator Salvation meltdown on this set? <laughs> oh, God. For those of you who don't know any of what I'm talking about, um... There's a little ditty called Terminator Salvation. It's a good 
It's a good movie that you should definitely watch. Well, but, um, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> You're entitled to your wrong opinion. That's fine. <laughs> it's it's a joke, guys. It's a terrible movie. I hate that movie. But um, besides it being bad, uh, Christian Bale plays John Connor in it, and there's a very classic uh, profanity like based. It's it's a audio recording from a botch scene mm-hmm. that came out of Terminator Salvation because um, someone on the set's cell phone went off. I thought it was somebody like walked in front of a light or something. It's something very minuscule. It's v- very innocuous. Like some set person just messing with yeah. something mm-hmm. and <laughs> Christian Bale proceeds to absolutely berate this person into the ground. Mm-hmm. God, no thank and you. It is so it's funny, but it's also kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. I think at one point during the rant, I might have self-censored this for me. I think he just goes, oh, good for you. <laughs> Wait, me every day. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so just to, so. to go through a couple of uh, categories real quick, because we're coming up um, on a, on my recording, the two-hour mark. So, oh my goodness, it's Lord gonna be above. a little shorter than that. Um, favorite character, just straight up, of this movie, Officer Blake. Yeah. Okay, I almost said Dick Grayson. I hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Matthew Modine. Um, who is who is the other guy? The other, he was like the other guy that was like working on it with him uh-huh. and he gets exiled and sent out to the ice and falls through yeah or that oh, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or the, whoever that guy was that guy okay <laughs> very um, scientific name uh my pick is heinz ward playing the character Lord. of heinz ward <laughs> or troy palamalu um, playing his hair I, i'm gonna ask who do you think's doing the most in this movie um, I really hope that we all agree on the same one. Um, well, actually, I think there are two people who are really just giving it their all. Um, number one is Tom Hardy. Yes. Oh, I my mean, this... God. Just his voice, though, not his actual him as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, he's on another level. This guy's in a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, he is. He's in Venom already. <laughs> Like a turd in the wind. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good. Man. I said the only line I remember from Venom. I like <laughs> Venom, too. I, I like it Venom. far more than Joker. Um, I will say, I did watch in the 60 Minutes interview with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. That he did before the Oscars uh, last mm-hmm. year with Joker. It almost made me like the movie more, and then I thought about it again, and I was like, oh, wait. Stop thinking about it so much, No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, don't don't come here with that big brain thoughts and stuff like that. Get your negativity out of here. (laughs) Um, The other actor doing the most is Matthew Modine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Matthew Modine, if by chance, for some reason, you're listening to this, I think you're a wonderful person. I bet you're a great guy. I do not think that you were meant for this movie. That's okay, you know? <laughs> not everybody's meant for everything. But you got the yes. paycheck, and that's what matters at the end of the day. 
Yes, it is. Get that bread. Mm-hmm. Eat that wheat. Yes, sir. Get that wonder bread. Uh, and lastly, out of five Christian Bale rants. Oh, baby. Actually, second to lastly, out of five <laughs> Christian Bale rants. Oh, my God. Um, Nick, what do you give the movie? I got to give this a back in the sack out of five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Anna? I was going to say three out of five, but I don't know how I'm supposed to compete with a back in the sack out of five. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, well, while Anna thinks of what she's going to rate it, I'm going to give this a pounce out of five. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm. You know what? I'm gonna give it a misquote, a me misquoting Bane out of five. Okay. You adopted the dark. I was merely born in it. That was closer to being right. Thank God. I, I don't know. I I try. I'm not dumb. I just don't pay close enough attention. And lastly, um, Anna. Dan. Better, worse, or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Bane. Bane. Yes. Better. My God. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm picturing it. Oh, my God. And Nick, I'm sorry. I forgot who you said your favorite, who we picked we as picked your favorite DiCap. actor or actress. DiCaprio. DiCap, yeah. Okay, better, worse, or the same? Leonardo DiCaprio oh. as Miranda Tate. <gasps> oh, my God. This movie is a masterpiece. <laughs> I, oh. oh, where are oh my advanced my screening tickets? That's a holy trinity right there, dude. Oh, my goodness. The scene where yes. they make love in front of the fireplace. Are you oh, kidding beautiful. me? Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh. Oscar-worthy. How very call me by your name. <laughs> DiCaprio's going to sell that he's definitely not the bad guy more than this chick does. <laughs> Literally. I would buy it. I would have been flabbergasted. <laughs> um, and then better, worse, or the same uh, with Jimmy Stewart. As oh, who should Jimmy Stewart be? Would Jimmy Stewart as Heinz Ward? That's what Better I was going to say. Yes. <gasps> or Jimmy Stewart as Matthew Modine? Worse. Oh. Only Matthew Modine <laughs> can play Matthew Modine as Matthew Modine. If he's playing Heinz Ward, though, I'm front row. I'm front row. Him hobbling down the field with his cane. <laughs> so fast, <laughs> though, that the bombs explosion. aren't getting him. I'm there. <laughs> All for it. Um, oh my god so yes that is it for the dark knight rises oh you guys want my my uh requisite stupid fact that i found on yes. imdb yes please <laughs> oh lord <clears throat> this is a good one during production in pittsburgh a local man was arrested for attempting to steal an unmarked police car he said he was an actor and that his crime was actually a scene for this movie a local newspaper ran a story with the headline, like Batman, Car Thief's story does not fly. <laughs> That's so clever. Wait, I love that. Oh, my God. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, thank you, Nick, for not only 
that fact, <laughs> but also being with us for the past three episodes. Yes. Um, it's been a damn near pleasure, my friends. We will have you on again once the Batman releases and we talk oh my about God, that. I can't wait. Oh, yes, please. Get ready. I'll be wearing my Riddler costume. Even though that's not how this Riddler is going to be dressed, I'll be coming full Batman 60s TV show. <laughs> Yeah, which uh, which Riddler are we talking about? Jumpsuit Riddler? Are we talking jumpsuit Riddler? Three piece suit? Okay. No, I'm try- I'm on a budget. I'm balling on a budget. We're jumpsuiting. Yeah, okay. red jumpsuit apparatus. Yes. Riddler. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> um, Nick, if you want people to find you on the internet, or if you want to hype anything. Oh God. Can somebody please send me some goddamn love? I'm just fucked. Yeah. I'm just sad. I'm just so sad out here, man. I got nothing. I'll hype you up. I love hyping you up. You know it's my favorite. Oh, man. I'm just... This movie just drained every bit of joy I had. You're a radiant star uh, in my galaxy, Nick Belsanti. Uh, nah, I'm doing good, guys. Um... If you want to find me, I don't really post very regularly, but I do have a Twitter. It's uh, N-B-E-L-S-A-N-T-I-1-8. I occasionally say some stuff on there, but besides that, uh, don't find me. <laughs> if you want to find something else, like, I don't know, the show, you can! It is on Facebook and Twitter at and in conclusion on Instagram at in conclusion podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash in conclusion. If you want to find me, you can on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 on Instagram at D L R A A R. Anna Otto, where can they find you? They can find Here me. Comes Anna's longest. Thing. <laughs> is everybody buckled up for the longest part of the podcast? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Automus Prime eight one eight or on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out Capital O for Auto Capital B for Bots Capital R for Roll and the O in Roll and the O in Out are zeros. Oh, gorgeous! I said Join a million us. times I did not make that handle when I thought I was going to be on a podcast. But now you uh-huh. can't change it. What'd you say, Dan? Now you can't change it. It's I'm, become part of you. I'm choosing to never change it because I love it. Is that a choice? Is that an acting choice? Yes. Yeah, did you fill out your goat sheet? I did. I <laughs> never had to do those, actually. Um, yeah, well. Join us next week when, unfortunately, we will not be joined by Nick. Um, oh. But instead, we will be joined by someone. It's I don't Jordan. Know who. I asked Jordan okay. Feger. We will be joined by Jordan Feger. Um known human being to talk about the Halloween Town series. Oh my god. Just in time for spooky season. Yes. To get in the spirit, I've been playing with a spooky doll pretty much this entire episode. Love it. Um, I am a spooky doll, so. Uh, For all levels except for human, I am a wolf. <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to mention we we never once throughout this entire series said same bad time, same bad channel for oh, any, God. Should any, I be any proud of the endings. That or should I be upset with that? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. I am a little bit of both. You know what? Nick might not be here, but Dan and I will be here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Oh, you, <laughs> you can't do it now. <laughs> Join us next week 
Same Halloween Town time. <laughs> Same Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge oh. channel. Heck yeah. Well, we talk about Halloween Town. Everybody stay safe. Have fun. See you next week. Bye-bye. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. Is it me? No, you're real, Mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>